Welcome to Radioactive Magazine. We will be talking with Kelly Daniels, Executive Director with Blue River Forest Nature Sanctuary in Overland Park, a 501c3 nonprofit. They are planning a Kansas Memorial horse ride for the Pottawatomie Trail of Death, September 20 to 23. Ms. Daniels is also a photographer and owner of the Kelly, Gan Dan uh, the Kelly Gallery at 1735 Antioch Road in Overland Park, uh, next to the Blue River Nature Sanctuary. Just drive south on Antioch until the road ends and you'll be there. So the Nature Sanctuary is known for its work in the community, bringing awareness uh, to protect historically significant land in Overland Park where the main campgrounds of the Black Bob Chief of the Shawnee Tribe once resided. They educate um, children and families about wild edibles and medicinal plants and the ways of the indigenous people and their connection in, care, in caretaking natural places. Kelly is a certified forest therapy guide uh, and leads walks through the sanctuary to help teach tools to children and adults to help them heal emotionally and physically to nature. They provide week-long summer day experiences for children where kids can learn more about nature, get muddy, learn um, um, calming skills and enhance their emotional well-being. One of Kelly's grandmothers was born on the Pottawatomie Reservation near Topeka. Other ancestors were Iowa and Seneca, some born on White Cloud Reservation in, in southeastern Nebraska, straddling the Kansas-Nebraska border. The nonprofit Blue River Forest Nature Sanctuary provides nature programs for children on native reservations, as well as helping them reconnect with their roots. So please, Kelly, first um, correct, correct any errors in that introduction and add anything else you would like. Uh, sounds good. Thank you. <laughs> okay, talk. So tell us, what's the Pottawatomie Trail of Death? Pottawatomie Trail of Death, um, in 1838, the state and federal governments forced the Pottawatomie people to leave their Indiana homelands to make way for squatters who wanted the Pottawatomie lands. It was also during the um, the Indian Removal Act that the, the President of the United States uh, enacted at that time, moving all the Indians from the East to Indian country, which was Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota, that area. And the uh, Potawatomi, uh, they were they were forcibly moved by gunpoint, um, actually surrounded at their um, Catholic church. And um, from September 4th to November 4th, the United States removed 859 Potawatomi and marched them from Northern Indiana to Kansas. Um, they didn't have adequate food and water and oppressive heat. Um, and many Potawatomi became sick and died of exhaustion. And um, during the 660 mile journey, 41 of the Potawatomi died. At the, at the memorial that we ride to, we ride the Kansas portion of this ride. And we ride from Heritage Park in Overland Park to the, um, the memorial that is just it's parker in parker kansas it's called the saint philippine 
the Chusney, I just Chesney. I'm not sure exactly how to say that Memorial Park. It was it, it's owned by the Catholic Church, and it was um, named after a nun that took care of the Potawatomi there for a year. Um, she was the first nun to be canonized, I think, west of the Mississippi or something. And um, at this memorial site, there are 667 Potawatomi buried um, in an area that is marked by several crosses that have their names on plaques on the on the crosses. So there are, you know, 40 died on the on the walk, but 667 are actually buried there. And they only spent 10 years there. And then they were moved again to close to St. Mary's, uh, Kansas, over by Topeka. So um, so this ride um, is something that our nonprofit does. We, we work with indigenous organizations. We partner with them, community people, um, to uh, tell the history of the land and people that lived here before. And um, we also teach the traditional methods of living with the earth and the, uh, you know, traditional means of community and the philosophy of the native people. So that's part of our nonprofit is also giving back to the native communities that were here for thousands of years before us and were the caretakers of na nature. And so it's important for us even in the forest therapy to honor the people that have been here before and to educate people about their lives and, and what, what they did. So, so this ride is for us, it is a prayerful ride. And, um, and, and we do this reverently um, at the request of, of a, my uh, adopted sister, which her name is Dorothy Cayucan Ziegler. She was a Potawatomi woman and um, she adopted me into her family because of my work with Standing Rock and um, and the, the uh, Wounded Knee Ride, which is called the Bigfoot Ride up in South Dakota, that she and her husband trained me to ride on uh, by horse with endurance riding because it was a ride that went was uh, a nine day ride in the winter, which was where the wounded knee riders, uh, where the, the families were massacred at the wounded knee uh, location. And that was um, a ride that I did over winter. And I did it in her honor. And she wanted me to do it in her honor because she had cancer and she couldn't ride anymore. She was, um, was, uh, it was too painful. So I did the ride for her and um, she, she adopted me then and named me, gave me a name, Wape Luta Win. And, um, and her, one of her requests of us before she died was that we do the Potawatomi Trail of Death with horses because she was an avid horse woman and her husband is one of the best really trainers, horse trainers in the United States. Um, and he's from the Lower Brule Reservation in uh, South Dakota. And she, um, they lived, when she died, they lived on the Potawatomi Reservation, just north of Topeka. And um, when she died, not only did she request this, this ride, 
but her husband wanted me to help with a ride that was for an, a memorial ride for her. That was a 14 day ride, horse ride from the Pottawatomie reservation in Kansas up to South Dakota um, and, and the Yankton reservation in South Dakota, Marty, Marty, South Dakota, where she's buried. Um, so, so we did that 14 day ride and I ended up having to help, you know, really, um, do all the logistics for it. And that's quite a, <laughs> quite a journey for us. So the next year he decided to do the Pottawatomie trail of death and that's a, a month long ride. And I, and I told him, I said, how about we just do the Kansas portion, <laughs> which is only four days. <laughs> I didn't think I could really, uh, you know, do a, a month long ride. That's really, that really takes a lot of, a lot of planning. Maybe we'll do that someday. I think that's something he would like to do. But right now, last year, we did the four-day ride. And um, we went from the Heritage Park. Um, and there's a, uh, an actual plaque that is one of the locations where they camped um, along their route going to uh, Parker, which is south of Osawatomie. It came down, uh, there, there, they, there's signs down Knoll Road and down uh, 159th Street. Um, basically, they made these signs because they have uh, people that drive it every five years um, to show respect for the, the people that made that journey and, um, and, and educate people and bring awareness to it. So they came down here and I actually have my land. They actually came really probably along my land because we're right along the Blue River and um, the Coffee Creek, which goes into the Heritage Park uh, Lake. And so this memorial was actually on private property, but they they wanted it to be on in the park on the park property. And then you'll at that park, you'll see the there's a an island with a, a, a silo on it that says Black Bob and and that's, you know, the land that I own is where the chief um, resided. So, so these people walked along, along this area, and we're going to be begin the horse ride at my property where we have the horses, and then uh, go through Heritage Park to the marker. Um, uh, and we'll be there about noon on Wednesday, the 20th. And there we have um, some people coming in that are going to be doing uh, uh, some songs and drumming and uh, have a, a um, prayerful ceremony there. And then um, uh, that that marker is right at the dam. So there's a parking lot right there at the dam with the with the plaque there. And then we then we go on from there to Paola, which has a plaque on the square. And then there's a plaque in Osawatomie and then on to the uh, memorial site uh, south of Parker. It's just on a little gravel road. Um, it, it, people don't much know about it, but it's a, it's a beautiful park and it's it's got amazing trails. So some people do know about it. It has a little valley that has little bluffs in it. And that, that's where the people had to sleep um, they had to put blankets along the um, the tops of the uh, the the rock walls in order to survive the winter because 
they were told there'd be homes there, but there was nothing there. And so the little mission, it was called the Sugar Creek Mission there, um, took them in, but they didn't have enough, they didn't have enough room for 600, no, yeah, it was about 700 per, at that time, they started out with 800 and some people, I think, there's, like that, yeah. yeah, I think it, they ended up with about 800 people there, but they didn't have any place for them. So, so they put blankets along the, the, um, the cliffs and you can walk down through there and you'll see where they were. And it's really beautiful little Valley with a, with a little uh, Creek that runs through it and, um, and trails and, uh, and then on top of the hill or where, where the, the burial sites are. And there's actually still a, a well there that they dug and, and they call it the Indian well that's down at the bottom where they brought water up from the, from, from the bottom for their, for their, their, uh, the place where they lived. Wow. So what do you suggest people do if they want to find out more if they, and, and you're, you're inviting anybody who was interested. Is that right? Yeah. You know, we, uh, we let people bring their horses. So, you know, as long as, you know, we know a little bit ahead of time, they, they can contact me on my cell phone and they can contact me um, also through our website, which is blue river forest experience at gmail.com. And, um, and, and let us know if you'd like to add your horses. We have horses that, that add on to our horses along the route. And um, uh, also people will uh, sometimes uh, bring the riders water and food along the route. And um, we're going by a couple of schools that we're going to visit. And um, and, uh, in Spring Hill, we're going to be stopped in the afternoon, the first day at the Sonic (laughs) Drive-In. There's a, uh, there's a playground there and the kids love it. And we, you know, the kids get to sit on the horses and, um, and learn about what we're, what, you know, the history of these horses and how, even when they came through originally in 1838, they had 300 horses. Many of the people had to walk, but they did have 300 horses with them. So, um, it's appropriate for horses to be on this ride. Last year, when we did the four day ride, I found out that there was a bishop that was walking the ride from Indiana to um, to the end, and it's like a 700 mile journey. And I called him up and I said, "Would you like to ride the last four days?" And he was so happy that he um, felt really good about having others with him at the end because one of the one of the things the other ministers, the only people that have walked it are ministers because there was a minister with these Potawatomi people in um, 1838 who also got sick and died. And so the, the, a lot of them do this all for their sab- sabbatical. And that's what he, uh, his uh, name's Doug Sparks, uh, was the bishop that we, that rode with us. And he, it was a really emotional, really um, beautiful experience to go in with him and to go to these markers. And he, um, you know, when we he got to the last marker, he, he broke down and cried. He, he was so, so touched that he was surrounded by Native Americans and, and horses. 
and a bishop going into this memorial park. And it was the first time in history that this has ever happened since 1838. So it was a pretty powerful experience for all of us. And a lot of the communities um, uh, welcome us, like Parker has, uh, 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 you know, land that they um, have have uh, dinner for us and um, and and we get to just meet all kinds of really beautiful people along the way and really bring awareness to what's happening and and again honor Dorothy um, and and her wishes for doing this. That's great. Yeah, so um, for our listeners, um, if you didn't catch the um, the um, URL for that, um, uh, it's in the description of this episode of Radioactive Magazine. Go to kkfi.org, then click News and Public Affairs, then Radioactive Magazine, uh, and then... Um, and and our, our, our website is blueriverforestexperience.org. Yes, great. Great. And yes. there, there, it'll be on there too. That to sign up on the website if you want to volunteer, bring water, bring food um, for the riders and the horses. Each night we'll be staying at different private properties um, to take care of the horses, and a lot of the riders camp and camp out. And you know, even on our memorial ride going up to South Dakota. People just love to just hang out with us while we're at our camp. And the kids really enjoy being on the horses and meeting Tom. Tom is such a, a wonderful human being. And he has um, really, really beautiful prayers and songs that he, he sings. And his wife taught me a song that I sing as well. And, um, and it's, um, it's a, it's just a, you know, a really healing and joyful experience for everyone, but it's also, you know, an education for people as to what happened before and really how people are still suffering on the reservations and, um, you know, still, you know, healing from this, this really wasn't that long ago, you know, people have, have um, relatives that remember these things. And so, you know, it's important for us for people to be compassionate and understand what these signs are along the road. You know, what exactly happened? It's very, very similar. It, it actually happened at this, you know, around the same time as the Trail of Tears. And this one's the Trail of Death. The Trail of Tears, um, you know, it was all, all based on the Indian Removal Act, where these people were, um, you know, wearing the clothes, the white people's clothes and having plant plantations and going to church. They were regular citizens. And um, because of the Removal Act, everybody had to go. And, you know, that's why, you know, my my grandmother, I have in Iowa, my mother, my grandmother's mother and and my dad's mom, you know, they didn't want anyone to know that they were Native American. In those days, it was dangerous and people didn't didn't want to um, didn't want to say that their children were Native American. So they tried to, you know, kind of hide it at that time. And so it was, um, it's, you know, it's time to kind of, it's nice that now that we can actually talk about it and we can um, share it with people and bring awareness to that. And, and one of the things that the reasons that we did the, the 14 day ride was that 
you know, we're working on uh, camps for kids on the reservations so that they can reconnect with horses and heal. And this is one of the things that Dorothy wanted us to do. And, and we actually did it. We actually had um, uh, a camp up in Lower Brule and um, actually some, some, the trainer, main trainer in Hollywood came out and helped um, uh, with the camp with his horses from Hollywood because they need, they need native Americans for these movies that they're doing. There's not enough that even know how to ride horses. So it's just important that we reconnect them with their roots. That's what I do with the children on the reservations with the plants. They don't know anything about the, the wild edibles, you know, the, the kids that I've, I've met, not, not only the kids in these neighborhoods, but even the kids on the reservations. And so it's important for them to, reconnect to their roots. And I think when we do this horse ride, when we do these rides, it also helps people reconnect to the, to history and, and, and feel that they're a part of it in some way. Great. We are talking with Kelly Daniels, executive director of Blue River Forest Nature Sanctuary in Overland Park about a Kansas Memorial, Memorial horse ride for the Pottawatomie Trail of Death, September 20 to 23. Um, so talk to us more about, you were talking to me about your father and, um, I guess you've already mentioned that a little bit, but why don't you, um, comment on that just a bit more. Okay. So, um, my dad died a few years ago and I had done, I had, you know, known, known Dorothy and, um, and was adopted as, as her sister and, um, I actually, um, one day had a little prayer about connecting with my ancestors that were familiar with the, the plant medicine. Cause I do a lot of teaching about wild edible plants for the kids and for adults. And, um, m my dad's mom came, came to me and she, her name was Ellen. And I didn't really, I thought, no, she's not, I didn't know that she was a native ancestor and I really didn't know anything about her. So I started Googling it and coincidentally, it all came up that she was actually born on the Pottawatomie reservation uh, just outside of Topeka at an Indian uh, trading post. And um, she was adopted with a, a couple of other children uh, by a couple that were an elderly couple. And, um, you know, they, in those days, I think everything was just kind of written down so that people, you know, didn't really know what their heritage was, like if they were native or not, it wasn't written down in those days. So they didn't want people to know. And so they, they thought, you know, they're going to make a better life for them if they, if they are just raised as white white people, but she had a really difficult life and she was an alcoholic. And I think you know, probably why she was, you know, adopted, uh, her mother probably could have been, um, an alcoholic and, and, you know, it, but it was, a, it was amazing to find this out because I didn't know anything about it until after I was involved with the Potomotomy trail of death ride and adopted by a Potawatomi woman as her sister. And, and so it was um, pretty special to find that out about my dad's mom. Yeah. 
So um, in 1839 or whatever the, the, the year was, uh, the Potawatomi in Indiana were not all the Potawatomi, right? There were Potawatomi at that time, I think, in Wisconsin and maybe Canada and other places, you know? Yeah. What there can you were... say about that? Well, there were some some of the Potawatomi um, assimilated or moved. They moved. Some went to Canada. Um, they were in the Wisconsin area. And um, there are different tribes of Potawatomi still and different reservations up north. There's also a citizen band Potawatomi tribe. And, and there's also a prairie band. Prairie band is the one that's by uh, Topeka. So there are a lot of different Potawatomis. I believe it was um, uh, only a certain number of them because a lot of them left. They, some of the Potawatomi agreed to leave, but these Potawatomi were not wanting to leave. And so they were, they just stayed. They just, the, their chief said, no, we're not going anywhere. And that's why they, um, the military, it was actually an, a voluntary military expedition that surrounded them at church and um, by gunpoint and told them that they were, they were going to be moved. And so they, um, a lot of them didn't even have shoes on and, um, and they just had to start walking. So uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty traumatic thing, but that was happening everywhere. So it was only, only their particular tribe of Potawatomi that 870 some of them that were in that particular tribe, they got marched to the Kansas um, Indian territory. So they, once they crossed the line at Missouri, then they're in what's called, what was called at that time, the Indian territory. Um, I don't believe it was even Kansas at that time. I think it was no. it was just called the Indian Territory. And so that's why there's so much history here, even along the Blue River, because we're so close to the state line. So they would just bring them across the state line and drop them off. And um, and and they did it in the winter a lot of times because they they really didn't want them to survive. And they um, they really wanted uh, them, you know, not to make it <laughs> so so that's why so many of them died they got typhoid typhoid fever and um a lot of illnesses and were exhaustion from just trying to walk that 700 miles yeah well missouri uh i just looked it up missouri became, was admitted to the union in 1821 but kansas and in nebraska territory uh I mean, I don't, I don't know about eight, the 1830s, but I know that um, that Kansas didn't become a state until early in 1861. I think wow. after Lincoln was elected, but before, uh, but before he was inaugurated, I think, uh, if I remember correctly. Um, hmm. Right. So. Hmm. Yeah. So talk to talk more. Uh, so, what percent? Do you know what percent of the Potawatomi at that time was the was the band that that was forcibly uh, removed. Was I'm, that? I'm not. I think it was uh, like uh, roughly a, like a quarter uh, or a half of the. That's that's Potawatomi. kind of the numbers that I got from looking at the Potawatomi um, 
um, with the article on them, but I don't really know. Um, so the other thing that's happening during our ride, the, and the reason that we're doing it on these dates is that there is a caravan of, of cars that are coming from Indiana that drive the, the route. And they do this every five years. I'm not sure how long they've done this, but every five years. And they're the ones responsible for putting all the, the markers, um, making sure all the memorial markers and the markers, the signs on the roads were put up. I believe in 1996 or eight. Yeah, yeah. Something. I, I, I need to interrupt. We're out of time, Kelly. We've been talking with Kelly Daniels, executive director of Blue River Forest Nature Sanctuary and owner of the Kelly Gallery in Overland Park about a, a Kansas Memorial horse ride for the Pottawatomie Trail of Death, September 20 to 23rd. For more information, visit the discussion of this event on their website at Blue River Forest Experience, all one word, dot org, or call 913-302-7877 or email Blue River Forest Experience at gmail.com. For supporting the entire 700-mile caravan, you can email W-W-I-L-L-A-R-D-W Willard at R-T-C-O-L, that's um, yeah, rtcol.com or visit the description of this episode of Radioactive Magazine at kkfi.org. Click News and Public Affairs, then Radioactive Magazine. Uh, tune in next week when I will interview Sally Kane, the CEO of the National Federation of Community Broadcasters. She will update us on efforts in the U.S. Congress to completely defund the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Yes, you heard that correctly. Correctly, in mid-July, the FY 2024 appropriations bill passed out of the subcommittee on labor, health, uh, human services, education, and related agencies of the U.S. House Committee on Appropriations. That's a mouthful. Planned to completely eliminate funding for the Corporation for Public Broadcasting (CBS), include CPB, including both PBS and NPR. Sally will update us on what she hears about the corresponding bill in the U.S. Senate and what uh, might come out of the House Senate Conference Committee on this and what you might like to do about it. I'm Spencer Graves. Craig LeBeau is at the controls. Thank you for listening.